In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to create great relationships. And by the end of it, you're going to have the tools and the mindset to start creating relationships that enriches your life. And here's a bonus. You will become the person that everybody wants to be in relationship with. True connection thrives in a fertile soil of reciprocity, where each gesture of kindness sows the seeds of mutual respect and understanding. Welcome to the Clarity Podcast. I'm your host, David Prosper. And as a life coach, as a certified leadership and communication trainer, one thing that keeps people back from living a more fulfilled life is one thing. It's called clarity. I've helped thousands of people break past their perceived limitation and start living a more fulfilled life. The purpose of this podcast is to help you find more clarity so you can create more impact. True Connections thrives in a fertile soil of reciprocity, where each gesture of kindness sows the seeds of mutual respect and understanding. So this topic is really important to me. I had this conversation over this weekend, and there was an individual who inspired me. She inspired me to essentially write this podcast and talk about how to have an enriching conversation because one of the questions that she asked and one of the statements that she said was i want to figure out how i can bring value to this connection and it just became this rabbit trail for me of like okay how can we have better relationships greater relationships and i believe three simple ways and and the first way is reciprocity and there has to be a balance of giving and receiving within the relationship both parties should contribute equally And whether it's in terms of emotional support, time, or effort, it should be a giving and receiving type of relationship. And if it's only giving and the other person isn't receiving, there's an imbalance and that often leads to resentment, contempt, or just depleted and just fatigue, emotional fatigue, right? So here are some simple action steps that we can start building a reciprocity into our relationship, whereas a giving and receiving. And when we practice active listening, what we're doing is making a conscious effort to listen attentively without interrupting or formulating a response in in our minds. And, And we can reflect on what is being said before responding. So one of the things that I do, and it sometimes make the people in my ecosystem feel a little awkward, is when they're sharing something with me, I'm marinating and processing what are they saying how are they feeling and how, you know, what's going on in their body language of as they're communicating. And before I respond, I take a deep breath. I validate and I talk about what I heard to make sure that I have a level of understanding so that they feel heard in the conversation. And another step that we can take is is offering support where we see a need, right? So when we're listening and, and we're helping with tasks, and we're providing emotional support and somebody said hey here's here's what i'm being challenged by when it's reciprocal type of relationship we're just like hey how can i support you in this you know where, where do you need help you know let's figure this out and when there's a giving and, and receiving type of 
atmosphere and connection, what happens is those relationships tend to mirror. And this is not going to be a one and done and not everybody is going to follow this blueprint. But it is for you, the listener, to start creating those relationships that are greater, enriching and and inspiring, right? You want to be part of that conversation versus just, oh man, I got to talk to this person again. And I know we all have those people in our lives like, oh, got to talk to them. But if we set this as our standard and blueprint, what happens is people will begin to start mirroring those things back to us. And this can be also a filtering process of does this person reciprocate in this relationship? And if the answer is no, then we have to then be discerning on how much emotional and energy allocation we give this relationship. Number two, mutual care and investment. This is when we're showing genuine care and interest in the person's well-being, their aspirations and their needs. We're investing time and energy into nurturing that relationship, understanding that a mutual commitment requires efforts from both sides. So here's some practical things that you can start doing today. Set scheduling regular check-ins, right? And setting dedicated times to connect with other person with the other person. And this is what I do with the people who are in my ecosystem. One of my best friends, Chase, we have a bi-weekly meeting where we're talking on the phone and we're we're uh, we're on Google chat and we're talking about what what's going well, what's what's challenging, what's confusing, uh, uh, and where where does he need support? And that goes vice versa because he's a busy man. He's engaged and he's getting married soon. Now I'm a busy man as well. And we all like after elementary school, high school, like we become busy with our adult lives. So if we're not intentional about making time for each other, what happens is the the relationships tend to dissolve because of just distance and time. So scheduling some regular check-ins, whether it's bi-weekly, monthly, like being intentional about connecting with the people in our ecosystem. And then the next step that we can show mutual care and investment is practicing empathy. This is where we're putting ourselves in the other person's shoe of trying to understand their feelings and trying to understand their thoughts, their perspective. And then when we start validating their emotions and offering support and being present for them during challenging times, what happens is they start to feel seen, heard, and understood in that relationship. And therefore the relationship becomes more enriching. They're just like, I feel seen in this relationship. I feel connected in this relationship. And that becomes the blueprint, the standard of every relationship, whether this is romantic, whether it's platonic, whether it's a work associate, like if we start practicing these things, our relationships will inevitably, I promise you, inevitably get better. And we will discern how to allocate and show boundaries and invite people into our ecosystem. And then the last one, curiosity. This is where this individual this weekend, um, you know, asked that question is like, how else can I bring value to this connection? And I was just impressed and inspired by her asking me that because just that question is the genesis of how to make a great relationship because if we're thinking how can i bring value to this connection then we'll start finding ways to do it versus 
what is this connection bringing to me right and that is our culture right now we are a consumer and it's what's in it for me and in a world of selfishness i would encourage us to be selfless and i would encourage us to be curious about the people around us so when we're curious and we're maintaining this level of exploration we start asking questions we start actively listening we're starting to seek to understand their perspective their experiences and their interests and when we start cultivating curiosity it happens to deepen the connection and strengthen the bond between the individuals so how can you practically do this it's by asking open-ended questions engage in meaningful conversation by asking questions that enlist and and explore by by saying who what tell me more and inviting the people to share more about their experiences and i would encourage you avoid yes or no questions right in the dating world like the the biggest thing right now is like what's your favorite color blue or um when's your birthday where are you from right all of these really good questions but questions that don't lead to anything with sustenance it's it's meaningless it's it's uh it's like a fact finder it's things that you can find on linkedin so avoid these questions if you're trying to have deep greater enriching relationships and then another thing about curiosity is that start exploring different places together and activities because what happens is as we start exploring experiences and activities together we start creating new shared experiences and whether it be work you know going to a workshop going you know doing a new hobby traveling together like all of these things sparks different levels of conversation and when we start practicing those things in our relationship what happens is we go from that space of being lonely to being connected and if we're just really honest right now we are socially connected to a lot of people. You know, social media allows us to follow people, to friend people, but we are in a state of just emotional isolation. And the reason why I believe we're in emotional isolation is because the people around us are exploring who we are, our perspective, our experiences, and we don't know how to explore them because we feel either insecure or we feel that we may not have the right questions and i would encourage all of us i would encourage you right now to to release the mindset of having to have it all together and literally be curious as a child right spend some time around the kindergarten kids they'll ask you why is this what's happening why why tell me more how come this thing doesn't work like this how come Right. Having the mindset and the curiosity of a child allows us to understand things. And what happens is the people around us start to mirror those things. And now we go from feeling isolated in a community to feeling connected. So to summarize all of this, you know, to cultivate great relationships, individuals, you should prioritize reciprocity, care and mutual interest and investment and curiosity by actively listening to the people around us, offering support, scheduling check-ins, practicing empathy, showing genuine interest in people's well-being, their aspirations, by engaging in meaningful conversation, asking open-ended questions, 
And if there's one question and I want you to take away from today's episode, this question, it should be a question that you put on your mirror, um, put on your phone, text a friend, whatever you got to do to remember this. How am I bringing value to the relationships around me? How am I bringing value to the relationships around me? And then the second question that you should be asking, who who in my world can I value more? Who in my world can I value more? Who in my world can I value more? So if we ask those two questions, we will have deeper relationships. And I'm excited for you on this journey as you listen to this podcast. I'm, I'm hoping something sparks your 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 inspiration and motivation to pursue greater relationships because in a time where the the relationships are not as fulfilling and they're more just space fillers have relationships that are great and meaningful and amazing and um there's i moved to utah and one of the questions most people ask me is how do you like Utah, right? Moving from Colorado, they're just like, how do you like Utah? Being a being a brother in, in Utah, how do you like it? And I tell people all the time, like, I love it. Like, I love it. And they're just like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I love the relationships that I have. Like, they're so meaningful. Like, I'm meeting some gener- generous people, some selfless people, some um, health conscious people, some mindful people, some intelligent people some spiritually mature people like these are the people that i'm meeting because i am practicing how do i show up and how do i bring value and the world mirrors it back and this is not to take away from there's going to be some a-holes you're going to meet in your life there's going to be some people who are energy drainers but what happens is if this becomes the rubric and the standard we start to discern and say hey that's not a relationship that's mutually beneficial that's not a relationship that is curious that's not a relationship that it has mutual investment or um is reciprocal so what do i need to do i need to distance myself and reallocate there and recategorize that individual in my life so i'm not drained by them and i'm not disappointed by them and those are the two things that typically take away from us is people who drain us and people who disappoint us. But if we start using this as the matrix, I promise you, I promise you that you will be less drained and less disappointed and more fulfilled on the other end. Thank you so much for listening to the Clarity Podcast, a podcast helping more people find clarity so that they can create more impact. Leave a review, share with a friend and subscribe today. Connect with me on Instagram at I am prosper underscore. And remember, With more clarity comes more impact. Be impactful, my friends.